did you get? What tree did you get? Oh, I had an eclair. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Treats. Where is everyone? I don't know. I missed last week, so I need this week so much. I just need it. What was we on last week? Boundaries. Uh, I, I watched it. What was it? Boundaries. Boundaries. Boundaries yeah. Hi, Jills. How are you? Hey. <laughs> you okay? Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. See the earphones. Uh, yeah, of course. Good. Grandful weekend, as always. <laughs> yeah. It's Halloween, wasn't it? So, we oh, a Halloween yeah. party yesterday. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Madam's just gone to sleep anyway, so I can do this in peace. <laughs> Mummy time. Yeah, and I've got my cup of tea and my bickies there. Oh, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah. <sighs> I'll wait for a few more minutes because there's like, well, 40 people not here. Have you got a coat on? Um, do you know what? Oh, <laughs> in sunny Spain, are we, Jill? <laughs> in sunny... Dead. It hasn't been nice. Actually, it's quite windy. But no. I'm just saying, are you sitting there with a coat on? No, it's like a little gillet. It's just over Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Have you got a coat on? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, it's been so bad here today, though, hasn't it? Oh my god! I don't know what possessed me. I went to the spa to the pool out the outside pool. It was oh last amazing. Yeah, freezing. <laughs> we had loads of like really incredible breakthroughs on the program this week. Of course. Um, on yeah. your one-to-one one. Yeah, like, like really massive shifts, and I just thought, you know what, this is great. I'm going to spa for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, yeah, loads all at one time. It was good. Oh god. Yeah. Good I yeah. Don't know where our um, gang are. I'm going to put the screen share on anyway. Just um, send him the link now. She's just messaged me. Okay. There's Claire, Alex, Andy, Laura. Where's my? It's Wednesday, week seven out on the program. Monday. Oh, excited. Yeah, so we're going to go through the checks on Thursday and um, the checks of it in the videos. And the week seven is like, just brace yourself because it's like, it's not just a week. But there was only one week and I had so much that I wanted to put in it. <laughs> it's oh. for anyone that's been on the programme and I've been in the afterlife, you'll be aware of some of it. Because it's like the um, yeah. um thriving and surviving and the ego, the higher self and stuff like that. Um, love language attachment styles, like loads of stuff like that communication like there'll be a module where you can go to for just communication you know if you're having a problem in your life you can mm. go to that one and like yeah like a step-by-step -step thing to like guide a, a sit down without having murder 
which will be good. I need that. I need- <laughs> we all do. <laughs> we all do. Yeah, so you'll be like, this is the strategy that we use. Like, step one, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. So no one's going to die today. No one. <laughs> <laughs> no one has to die. Yeah. No. <laughs> what? That's going to be the title. Right, here's clear. Oh, we've got so much coming, you know, like so much. I'm so excited. Okay. We're gonna have um four new products launching in time for Christmas. Um, which is exciting. Yeah. Um. Hi, Claire. Hello. You okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I don't know why I look black and white. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get the link to Molo? Yeah, I DM'd her it. She hasn't read it yet. Here she is. Okay. Mo in the office again. (laughs) (laughs) That's me. (laughs) Right, I think I've pressed that button. This topic tonight is so important, like, (laughs) because we all do it and none of us have ever been told any different and people do it to us as well so I'm excited for this so tonight we are going to be speaking about toxic positivity versus okay Helen um toxic positivity versus support and validation the process of toxic positivity results in the denial and minimization and invalidation of our authentic emotional experience as humans and it's not healthy so let's begin I'm going to start with a little sound effect soon, you know. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> okay, so don't forget all these downloads are available as well for anyone that wants to download them. What is toxic positivity and why is it harmful to our growth? Toxic positivity is the action of trying to help someone who may be struggling with mental health issues by instance, instinct, insisting that they stay positive or that their situation isn't as bad as they think so when we've said mental health there we just mean a problem like you know a problem um which we all have many daily don't we um toxic positivity can discourage and hurt those reaching out for help by invalidating their feelings and making them feel as though they are overreacting. Now, one of the main causes of trauma, which then results in two trauma responses, um, such as people pleasing, seeking validation, um, procrastination, that is basically this that causes trauma when we invalidate our authentic experience of what is actually happening. Toxic positivity 
is something we cloak ourselves in also we may feel that this is a good way of lifting our moods however all this all this does is blur our true feelings down further so I remember someone said to me once that um they didn't want a journal because of what they knew was going to come out in the journal so basically they just were basically invalidating what they were experiencing which is a form of toxic positivity which then results in the trauma and all the responses that we have better ways to help ourselves and others is to listen intently and genuinely practice empathy encouragement vulnerability and self-validation of all feelings toxic positivity sounds like good vibes only the bad only makes you stronger no excuses just work harder instead let's try all feelings are allowed how can i support you it's okay to rest i hear you just let me clear back in so how can i support you is a good one when you just don't know what to say like that's a really good one like and remembering that not everybody wants a solution. So understanding what they might want from you. Like, how can I support you? Instead of you deciding what you think that they might want. And basically, if everyone just learned this in the world, we'd all be great. But obviously, we're not in control of everyone else. But we can, we can learn this for ourselves. But to also know when someone's doing it to us. And we're all, we all do this, by the way, like all of us. Not every difficult circumstance needs to have a silver lining. Although I believe every difficult circumstance does. Saying like, it is what it is in the present moment of pain can be really hurtful to someone. We always find out why things happen later. And in the moment, it's all very confusing, isn't it? And everyone says to us, Oh, you'll see, you'll see, you know. But in that present moment, that doesn't actually help us move through what we're what we're facing. Okay. Can you identify any ways or situations you may have adopted toxic positivity personally in your life before now? A time you have done it to someone else. Explore how you feel about it. And remember, there's no guilt. There's nothing around this. These are things that, you know, we just didn't know. It's literally everywhere we look as well, isn't it? Like Instagram is. Oh, yeah. At the beginning, good vibes only. Like it's changing now, but a lot of what we consume is feeding into this, isn't it? yeah just, just get on with it it'll be good like yeah it's important and that we understand that that's why we think that isn't it yeah yeah and and knowing that we're okay to feel what we feel in that moment because if we don't feel that feeling ultimately it's going to come out in another way you know addiction or whatever else or trauma responses it'll all come out and for us to move past the feeling for it to be healthy we have to feel it so we can let it pass this one really resonated with me because I was always good vibes only. Not like that specific sentence, but always, you know, happy front. 
but inside I was like dying and everyone's like you're always so happy and lovely and like how are you like that and I'm like I just want to tell you I'm not inside yeah you've always been super super nice haven't you like from as far as I can remember meeting you like you'd, you'd have never have known anything it was always how are you and doing everything for everyone and you'd never ever have known and it's normally those with you know who who help people the most and with the biggest smiles and the kindest that you know I've yeah. got too yeah feeds into people pleasing as well isn't it yeah like you think like I would have thought until toxic positivity was a thing that of course that's what everybody wants but when you actually look at the invalidation of the of the, the feelings it's like oh yeah I can see what it does there yeah would anybody like to share any of theirs um I'm happy to share um okay. I think think something that I've been guilty of saying to myself as well as to others is what doesn't kill you makes you stronger yeah um and I think you know it is kind of it's that a bit of a, a to myself as well as to others it is like invalidating um what I'm feeling at that time because it's another way of saying just get on with it isn't it really yeah and you know what a lot of the statements are very 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 true you know like what doesn't yeah. kill you does make you stronger but in this situation it's not necessarily validating the feeling that we're having is it yeah, no, it's not. It's like you're trying to cover it. It's like using a stick and plaster, isn't it, on a big open wound? You know, it's going to leak out at some point, isn't it, if you don't yeah. address it? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Thanks so much for sharing that, Mo. I've always, um, before I delved into, like, my authentic self, even though I had knowledge and tools around this type of work, I was always very fight mode, like... I basically lived off like a a negative um, fight, you know. That that's what got me up. That's what kept me going. It was it's like my ego got me through life. I'm not having anything. I'm not doing that. No, this is not happening to me. You know, like fight, 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 and then you just let go, and you're like, that took so much energy. Like there was no need. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's like running on your threat system, isn't it, all the time? Yeah, yeah constantly. Mm. Exhausting ourselves. Mm. Mm-hmm. Thanks for sharing that, man. Has anyone not got one? I have put this too. It's like when a relationship breaks down and people say it's their loss and they will be sorry. I really struggled with that as it didn't undo things that had happened. Uh, And even though it was totally for the best, my daughter was still losing her family. Yeah, definitely. It's not always just about us, is it? There's so much more that, that goes into the whole swing of things. I think when, when, when relationships break down, people automatically assume that the biggest pain is the other person you know not wanting to share the relationship or whatever when ultimately that that can only just be one part of it couldn't it the biggest pain might be the years you've spent or 
the pain that you've went through or the things that you've learned or loss of identity or direction or, or family. You know, there's so much more to it, isn't there? I'm guilty of trying to solve my kids' problems. It's led me to them not telling me important things because they thought I would take over the issue and sort it out for them. I've learned to step back and let them talk it out with me and let them sort out themselves. Obviously, I'll help if they ask me to now. Wow, Louise, that is like huge. That is like a massive, massive, massive thing because I think our instinct, isn't it, is to just help, sort, solve, you know, be of service, especially like with children. But ultimately, that doesn't teach them, does it? Really, in the in the in the long term, it's teaching them how to not be without us, isn't it? Rather than to to not be able to live without us, teaching them to be able to live without us. That's amazing. That everything happens for a reason is only really said when something bad happens, because you try and look for the reason why it's happened and justify something horrible happening. Yeah, very very true. Yeah, trying to find find reason in, in, in pain can be difficult in that present time. We ultimately find reason when we're able to switch out of emotion and into logic, but when we're in emotion, these things just don't help us. And go on to the next one, please. Signs of toxic positivity, experiencing guilt for being sad or angry, hiding painful emotions, reciting positive quotes about hard situations, ignoring our problems, dismissing others' difficult feelings, comparing the situation with others that have it worse, not allowing ourselves to cry or be upset, believing just thinking happy thoughts is the answer. Well, will you read that one, please? It's a bit too much writing. Yeah. How does toxic positivity affect us? Shame. When a positive outlook is forced on pain, it causes a person to keep silent about their struggles. Most of us don't want to be seen as bad or a drag to be around. So when we have the choice to be honest and brave or pretend all is fine, we tend to do the latter. Shame is crippling to the human spirit and one of the most uncomfortable feelings we can feel. Isolation. When we deny ourselves the truth around our feelings, we begin to live inauthentically with ourselves and with the world. This makes it difficult for others to connect and relate to us. The relationship we have with ourselves is often reflected in the relationship we have with others. By living in a fake emotional world for ourselves, we attract more fakeness resulting in superficial relationships and friendships. Suppressed emotions, hiding or denying feelings leads to more stress on the body or increased difficulty avoiding the distressing thoughts and feelings. The truth is life can hurt sometimes. And if all our feelings aren't acknowledged, they become buried deep within our body. Suppressed emotions can later manifest in forms of anxiety, depression, or physical illness. Ac accepting ourselves just as we are is the path to a robust emotional life. 
I'd rather be whole than good. Carl Jung. Thanks a lot. So shame, shame is one of the, if we look at the vibrational scale of consciousness and happiness, shame is one of the lowest on the scale. And it's down at the bottom of the scale, along with fear, which obviously puts us in a very, very low vibrational state, which then attracts low vibration to us. It's not up there with hope and um, love and joy. Um, so shame really, really can pull our happiness really, really low down in the scale. And the problem with that is, is it puts us in that lack vibration. And then we're surrounded by other things on the lower scale, the likes of fear. Isolation, when we're not true to who we are, we attract a lot of people who like that version of us that we have created. When we attract those people that are attracted to that version of us that we have created, we will feel very, very, very lonely in a crowded place because people have learned to love a version of you that you've created that's not real and ultimately what your being is saying to the universe this is who I am these are my people and when you be this version of you you then attract others around you who are like that so the key is to always be our authentic selves that when we attract people they're on the same, same vibration of us and we can feel connected rather than superficial where there's no depth or we can't really have a conversation. We've got written, haven't really got anything in common. Like true connection is built through authenticity, being exactly who we are. Suppressing emotions can come out in so many ways. And the facts of this are, is that society are numbing emotion. The numbing emotion through alcohol, drugs, intimacy, food, any way that they can to stop this feeling that they're feeling. And this is so important because health is wealth. Health is our number one thing that no one can ever give us. And a lot of illnesses are caused through emotion. Masses of illnesses most, if you look at most, um, like di diagnosed illnesses, you can, the studies where they've been tracked back to how that's led to trauma that's been inside the body. There's, there's so much to do with this suppression of emotion that goes so much further within our life and those around us. So it's key to welcome things like for me I know if I push something down it's going to come out another way or, or it'll make me sick like this is a real thing this is the science the studies like if we do not validate what we feel we can have a physical illness in our body it doesn't matter how healthy you are it doesn't matter what you eat it doesn't matter how many times you go to the gym like, obviously, they're all parts and parcel, and we need all of them. But this is important, too. This also affects our health. Um, I'll just read out what come up there in the um I find I'm always different people to different people. 
but always myself. <laughs> I'm so lost here. That's probably why I can't do groups. I'm more one-to-one. Yet, so if we find that we, we need to show up as um, our authentic self, no matter where we are, and we find that we end up, we can be um, a different version of us around different people, depending on what they accept, what they're like, what we think that that they, you know, would validate. And this is like really important because what we're doing then is we're being a chameleon. And that, um, what is that saying that um, you lose yourself trying to please everyone? And then when you're trying to please yourself, you'll lose everyone else. That's because the people that we're pleasing are not our people. And it's our job to show up as our authentic self. Like me and Laurie were talking about this on the phone this morning. Like we probably, I make sure now, like if I was to speak to somebody and I have a spiritual belief, that will be my response, whether that person's spiritual or not. You know, like I spoke to someone today in the spa and she was talking about something and I said, I love all people. And she went, what? And I went, I love everyone. And she went, what, what, what do you mean? I, went, I just don't believe that there's any bad people. I think, I think there's people that do bad things. But ultimately we all, we're all born incredible and it's life that makes us be something else. You know, someone's done something bad, has suffered some sort of trauma, tragedy. You know, we're, we're all, as babies, we're not born like that. You know, things happen in our life. And I think that's not something I would have used to have said because I'd have thought they'll think I've lost the plot or something. You know, like I wouldn't have. Whereas now I'm like every space I'm in, I'm being me. And I don't care what you think or what you've got to say. And that's the difference in when we're in different environments and you find that you just don't end up being in environments. You know, people end up, people gravitate towards you or they move away from you. And that's great because the people that move away from you are not meant for you. So it's like a human filter. Being yourself is the biggest human filter. You don't want people around you who aren't for you. Anyway. Sorry, went off on one there. Okay, come to the next one. I love it when you go off on one because we learn extra. It's like a bonus. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, and, and. <laughs> like, stay on the top of Liz. Stay on the top of <laughs> Explore here how toxic positivity has affected you and your life in a previous time, a time you have personally experienced the effects of it from someone else. Explore how this has made you feel. Claire, my mind is blown. <laughs> Why, Claire? <laughs> Put your mic on, Claire. <laughs> It was just everything that you just said. Like, I'm writing loads of notes. Um, not just all about the illness and the emo- and the emotion. And, and I'm just thinking of, like, loads of scenarios. Like, oh, when I've got friends, certain friends um, talk to me and they use different languages, like office language with me. You know, like, I don't know, as if they're in, like, a boardroom. They'd be like saying, well, why can't you just talk normally? I'm just thinking of loads of scenarios now in my head. So you know, isn't, that, is that, isn't that their normal, though, Claire? Should they be changing how they speak for you? No, we'll say if, like, we talk normally, 
with a friend but then sometimes just sometimes they will switch and they will start talking all like boardroom talk what do you mean is that when is that when they're trying to give you advice Claire no it's like when they're talking about work they go into work work mode they switch to work mode yeah um and I think why can't you just talk like normally they start they can... talk, using all these massive big words and I'm like you don't normally talk like that so that might be them changing their selves then within their job yeah they are and it makes me cringe because I'm like why are you doing that yeah do you know yeah. what I mean yeah <laughs> no, it's just got it's just, that, you know? it's just got my that's something I used to do that. As soon as like work came into my mind, my voice, my whole posture, everything would change. Something I used yeah, to. I must admit, yeah, I'm still working on it. But now, like, there's different people. Yeah. Um, it's like one of my friends, like she's she's in a, a consultant in the royal. And I would have used to like have spoken to her differently because of how she speaks to me. I would have put a bit of a posh voice on I would have tried to maybe like mimic how she was speaking yeah but we get on really well because I'm being myself I think and we just really click and I'm not like that with her I'm just myself how I would talk to anybody yeah it is it's not changing yourself is it into different yeah environments? but I've I've done it I used to do it loads yeah but you don't have to be anything other than what you are mm. And like in work, and it it was so draining. As a hairdresser, I'd have loads of clients in, and like, right, okay, so and so's coming in. I need to have a different day. (laughs) Honest to God, and by the end of the day, no wonder I was so tired because (laughs) I've literally been like fourteen different people today, (laughs) and and changed how I've spoken to everyone. Yeah, rather than just being who you are. Yeah, yeah. It's much easier, isn't it, to be yourself? Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's the meaning. So interesting. Yeah, you're not be yourself. Like, yeah. what's that even mean? Be yourself. That's what it means. Mm. It's that, isn't it? We yeah. also think we need to be. A lot of people have a work life and they have a home life and they have a social life, and they can be different in each environment. It's aligning who we are with everything that we do mm. that helps us come into our authenticity. But it's when you start noticing it in other people as well. It makes you more aware of yourself. Yeah, and you will notice it as well. It's like that, what's they say? If you spot it, you've got it. Something like that. Anything you mm. spot in someone else is something that's been within you. That's why I love spotting things. Yeah. I think, oh, what's that telling me about myself then? I love that when I spot something in someone else. It's like a little, it's like a little extra piece of self-work that I get for nothing. I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. more work. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I love I'm... it. I love this one. I love that you love it, Claire. I love everyone, but I love this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very emotional person and feel others' emotions too, but I do find myself justifying why I'm like that. So what you mean is, um, if you were over-emotional, you would tell someone why you're over-emotional? Yeah, no, it's like, I've had, you know, we talk about, like, cycles of stuff that happens in your life. Mm-hmm. A cycle, definitely. 
um, for me that started in my relationship with my father was that um, if I was emotional, he would say, why, you know, don't need, you, we don't need to be emotional about this. You don't need to be emotional about this. So that started very young for me. So I've had other relationships in my life, one close friendship where that came up again because she wasn't emotional and I was. So we, yeah. we, we were like that. So that's like, um, I wouldn't say it's a self-limiting belief anymore or anything, but it's definitely something that triggers me if like I'm in in a in you know in a scenario or I'm very aware that I would justify that I'm you know I am an I am an overly emotional person it's like a label that overly overly to whom though like um, what's normal exactly like yeah, yeah. so I'm, I mean it doesn't bother me that's that's who I am and I've, I've masked done like a lot of way like with yeah. yourself as well is to that is just me that's me that's what you get um, yeah. But I do probably find myself if I st- if I get upset, and um, because I am emotional, I'm like trying to suppress. I I probably don't go the full emotion yeah. that I would because I am overly. Do you know what I mean? I am very yeah. very emotional, so I know. Yeah, that. I am. I I casually burst out crying. No, but I love that about you, Liz, because I think that I, that's really helped. <laughs> no, but that's really helped me. Like, um, let it go quite a bit as well come out like it's yeah not thing. definitely not that yeah i love good cry I I love <laughs> like if you're crying about something you deeply care about it yeah okay. and I, yeah and i think that's what and again i used to think like i'd give too much of a shit do you know what i mean like i, I, I care too much but the what what is the what i was even a caring too much it's not yeah. possible is it no. or that are you yeah mm. it's ego then and it's judgment of others yeah it's ego, like, of what someone else might think, but that's natural to have that feeling because of your past um, cycles. Mm. You know, it, there's probably a lot of people who are that way, but don't show it. And that's why it doesn't feel normal, because everyone's hiding it, and we think it's just us. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So I love this topic, I can't bear it when you see something on Instagram, positive vibes only, feel like literally messaging, well, well no, well, no, because that's no. just not normal. Like my, I've, I was just thinking then, my, obviously my daughter's autistic, isn't she? Mm. You know, how is it ever possible? I was that fully inclusive of how no. a range of people are. I mean, none of us could be all positive vibes only, but a lot of everything is about Worry, anxiety. Imagine I was if I was just like that to me. So positive, no, come on, positive vibes. So positive only. Come on, what do you know now? No, no, it's not. It's not right, and it's not okay. And the facts are, not a lot of people know. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like people, people don't know. If they knew what we're discussing now, they wouldn't be doing it. So yeah, it's like not accepting, is it? That's what comes to mind. Like acceptance. Yeah, it's, yeah, you know, it's like a minimization, yeah. isn't it? Of of it's just a fake reality, really. And these people who positive vibes only will undoubtedly be some of the most ha- unhappiest people that you will ever meet. Well, that's what I was going to say because it's something about something that they're possibly trying to protect themselves. Yeah, yeah, it's, from, it's, do you know what I mean? It's, it, we know that to to feel real inner peace, happiness and positivity, we have to go through these emotions and allow them to pass, which ultimately means that we cannot be in 
positive vibes only. So people who are in positive vibes only, they may be in positive vibes only, but there's a lot of stuff that they're suppressing. And if they're suppressing stuff, they're either going to get sick or they're going to be numbing. They're going to be either drinking every, I don't know how long, or, you know, they're going to be yeah. overeating or in going in intimate relationships for no reason, like for not love, you know, just for intimacy and closeness because they've got no connection to themselves. Needing like a, a closeness. Yeah. Like, Positive vibes only says so much more than what them people know that it's yeah. said. for the likes of us who are, who are educated on what it actually means. Like I, yeah. if I see positive vibes only, I don't think like, oh my God, I think I, I, I like, I, I send love to them genuinely because I think, oh my God, like the amount of stuff that you must be like suppressing or not allowing yourself to feel and the trauma responses that can come from that is endless. Yeah. So it's it's maybe turning it round, isn't it? And feeling compassion and empathy for them. I was people. just that, that way it comes to mind. Then compassion. I thought, well, let's start having more compassion then, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> but when's that telling me about me? What's <laughs> that telling me about me that I don't like that? <laughs> Helen's like that. If you post that again, I'll punch your head in. <laughs> no, I love that. I always say that. If you're feeling that, what does that say about you? Like I, but that's what I do. You know where you said that's a bit of self work for free yeah I always think that you know you know when yeah. something bugs me about someone I go well that's not about them is it that's about me why is that bugging me yeah yeah and then you're okay. trying to find then aren't you what it is that's doing your resin yeah you Don't can find out deep. can't you so much by just looking at your reactions <laughs> yeah I love the one where you said before about the journaling about about that 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 um struggle cause as well because I have struggled with the journaling sometimes actually that's toxic positivity in some ways because again that's not a validation is it if you're not yeah if you're worried about writing that and going through that yeah um, because of what important thing yeah yeah definitely yeah no, I loved it love it love it Liz. love yeah. it yeah thank you because of what like of what we yeah someone said to me if I'm not being positive I'm not being positive if I write everything down because it's negative it's more important to feel good than it is to be positive. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, it's more important to make sure that your inside is okay. Yeah. You know, than become across as negative. Ultimately, yeah. we go through that, don't we, to get to get an understanding of things. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for sharing that, Helen. Um, I am always myself, but I won't swear in front of certain people as I know it would offend them. I haven't seen it as it being false, more respectful for them. And is that okay? I think ultimately, like, we can, like, we can, we can be around people and know pe people are allowed to have boundaries as well with us. We can't be like, well, I'm being my authentic self. I don't care if that pisses you off. <laughs> you know, like, people... People like can have boundaries as well. And I think that would probably be, even though they haven't said it, a boundary. Like for me, I don't swear on kids' clubs. But as you will all be aware, I swear constantly because I see it as a sign of passion. But I would never swear on kids' clubs because these children are not my children and their parents will be teaching them not to swear, rightly so. Do you know what I mean? So that's like that that could be seen as me being not my authentic self, but it's a boundary. Does that make sense, Rick? 
Okay, let's see. Yeah, totally. Got the little fella up, sorry. No, okay, yeah. Yeah, so think about that as well. Like, we don't want to be just stomping in places, being our authentic self and like, <laughs> you know, well, I'm being me, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jen, yeah, I have been talking to a friend and when someone else comes in, my friend changed her way of talking and I saw the change in her. The person who'd walked into us was a very opinionated and judgmental person. I should have asked her afterwards why she felt the need to change, but I couldn't. She obviously didn't want to get judged, did she, by this fear of judgment from this person? Also, I remember a friend used to embarrass me with her no-bullshit attitude, but she's one of my longest and best friends because she changes for no one. I only realised it in later years, but thankfully still my friend. Hmm. No bullshit is mean she's just showing up as herself, like what we're talking about. Is that what you mean? I'll give it a little minute to reply on there. I cry every emotion, happy, sad. And, and even if I've got a cob on, everyone says, oh, here she goes. <laughs> yeah, and that's okay. Yeah, she's very authentic. Ah, okay. So she was authentic and... That used to, yeah, and that, see, like, if we'd known what we knew then, if you would have known then, you could have said, why does that annoy me? And then we would have got to that she was being authentic. And this is the thing, though, we don't know this stuff. We we don't question these things. I used to have a friend who I've lost now, who was um, the same way. Um, she had very, very, very high boundaries. And because I was a people pleaser, I seen her as a bitch. And I'd openly say to her, you are on bitch. And I like, I couldn't like grasp. I couldn't grasp it. And it's later on in life. This was years and years and years now that I've seen that she actually had very healthy boundaries. And um, I did send her a message as well. And um just say to her, like, if I only knew then what I knew now and just wish the luck on a journey. Um, but yeah, ultimately we see things when we're ready, don't we? And sometimes the people are still in our life and sometimes we're not, they're not. Mm. Exactly, I didn't know why and cringed. Yeah, anything that makes us cringe, anything that makes us like, ooh, there's something there. Anything that bothers us, there's something there for us to know. And these are like little things that we can learn and pick up on and, it's, it's being connected with ourselves and understanding why does that bother me so much? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's move on to our next one. Toxic positivity versus support and validation. What we may say to ourselves, you will get over it soon. You've survived hardship before and I believe in you. Just be positive. I know it's difficult right now and things can go easily wrong. And things go easily wrong, but how about we focus on what we can what we can do right? It could be much worse. Everything you are feeling is valid. Never quit. Never give up, ever. Oh. Take that with me still is to some extent 
giving up is okay. In fact, sometimes it's necessary that we do so that we can focus on what we want to accomplish. This one has been a big one with me and I want to talk about it. It's um, never quit and like never give up ever. Like I would, I would die before I quit or give up. Like literally, like I would be drowned to the bone in like, if it was a project I was working on or whatever, I would never, ever, ever, ever stop. And one of the key changes that I've made within my life that I can see in my behavior and one of the beliefs that I've now got is I used to say, if um, if the door doesn't open, kick the door down. And I'd say that fearlessly, like that was what I believed and I would live my life that way. And now I live my life in, if the door doesn't open, it's not your door. And that's a shift and a change in, in my belief system and how I behave. Like now, if something isn't in flow, I don't want anything to do with it. If, if I have to push or manipulate or move something to go a certain way, I don't want it because that's not meant for me. And they're two very, very different ways. Yeah, I'm a Virgo. <laughs> yeah, they're very, very two different ways of living life. And I swear this one's way more peaceful. <laughs> way more peaceful failure is never an option success tastes sweeter after failure failure help failure helps us learn and grow ultimately success is failure we have to fail to succeed we have to be able to learn to be successful and how are we going to learn if we don't fail <laughs> it's the only way isn't it like every failure's always been something that I've been a, a huge thing that I've accepted because I've always thought okay it's a no but I'm closer to a yes okay it's a no but I'm closer to a yes whether it be something new I've brought out didn't go the way I want it okay but I know what to do to make it better and I love failure I genuinely love to fail because it we learn so much from it and I think failure is not a bad thing and that is toxic in failure isn't an option there's a lot of very toxic self-help books out there as well that focus on this like survival type of mode. So we have to be careful what we're reading as well and make sure it is in alignment with, you know, with a healthy type of balance between nature and discipline because a lot of self-help is over-disciplined. Stop crying and think happy thoughts. It's all right if you aren't positive and happy right now. Feel your emotions and allow them to pass. These are all things that we maybe wouldn't have at the top of our vocabulary to say to someone. These are things that we wouldn't know to, to reframe because the toxic side is ultimately most of what we've been shown, really. So understanding this helps us be healthy to other people, but to also know when something is not healthy that's being put on us so it doesn't make us any worse. Okay, we'll move on to the next one. How to help someone? What we say, try this. Good vibes only. It's normal to have off days. Just do it. What might be holding you back? Stay positive. I know things are tough. Others have it worse. I know this is hard for you. Just stay focused. Let's break this down. You'll get over it. You are strong and resilient. Same thing in a different way. That just do it was one you elaborated on in the Instagram um post that you did. And I just thought it was really 
powerful. What did I say? And, um, what did I say? I don't remember. <laughs> he said, um, just do it is one of my faves. Now, would you tell someone who is paralyzed to just walk? No. Yeah. See, sometimes it's not that people won't. They actually can't, and there's a difference. Someone who may have past trauma could be paralyzed in fear cognitively. Telling them to just do it is really unhelpful. This is why someone can have all the motivation in the world, but still hit a brick wall to get going. We have to work with our minds and emotions before anything. Yeah. And then yeah, a lot of a lot of emotion, uh, a lot of motivation. Sorry, comes from you know, um, it works in line with like a cognitive level. Like you've you've got to be able to get there in your mind, haven't you? Yeah, so just do it. Some people physically cannot just do it physically. Like we wouldn't say that to someone who had had their, you know, legs taken to just walk, would we? And that's the same because not all of not all of our like fears and things that have paralyzed us are visible. A lot of things are within our minds and subconscious, and this is being trauma informed. And this is how we all should be. We should all be trauma-informed, but nobody is. We should always act as if that person could have gone through anything. Every person that we meet, that person could have gone through everything. I see people with a sign around them. This is what I like to do visually, saying, help me. Regardless if that person, you know, wanted help or not, that's what I see with people because... It helps me to be mindful and be trauma-informed and have empathy and compassion around situations and people. Because as we all know, we never know what's going on in someone else's life. Imagine how different the world would be if we all were just trauma-informed. That um, others have it worse was something I wanted to touch on as well because that, that for me, was... Um, a trauma survival response like I justified even like as a kid I remember doing it like all of my trauma was okay because other people have it worse and that was not dealing with anything it was like a, like a little carpet runner that just went all the way along it's okay it doesn't matter that happens everyone else has it worse it's okay and then it comes doesn't it comes in barrels and it's like boom because you haven't dealt with any of it but I was yeah. minimizing my own experiences. I'm thinking that was a good way to get through it. And yeah. then you realize, isn't it, that wow, like I actually dragged on all that trauma survival mode for many, many years by still saying, it's okay, others had it worse. Yeah, and ultimately it comes out, doesn't it? Yeah. When we when we do this work, it all comes out. It's just mad, isn't it? How you think the way you're doing something is the right way till you realise the real right way. It's yeah. Like, oh. Well, we don't know when we know better. We do better, don't we? And that's yeah. okay. Like, and it's not yeah, like, against ourselves. Mm. Yeah. I just wanted to touch on that. Yeah. Okay, Lindsay. Oh, yeah. That makes me feel better, though. It's like, don't feel sorry for yourself. That's my dad's influence, that. Yeah, and I think... It's take a day, isn't it? No one's saying, like, sit there and cry for three months, you know, but take a day. It's a day. 
you know, feel what you've got to feel, journal it out, write it down, allow yourself to be in the emotion. Sometimes we'll need to sit longer, sometimes we won't, but ultimately we'll know when it's time to move forward. We'll know when when we're ready to move forward. And if we don't, it'll we don't give it that time. It'll only come back anyway in another in another way. We'll either get triggered and it'll come back up again or being a healthy human looks like being conscious of ourselves and how we show up in the world, being authentically ourselves. If we if we recognize ourselves, a transmitter of toxic positivity, it's time to stop. We hurt ourselves and the people we care about by adopting this mindset and minimizing emotions. Aim for balance and the acceptance of both positive and negative emotions rather than all or nothing. Set healthy boundaries with anyone who passes judgment on our authentic experiences and truths. We get one shot at this beautiful, painful, imperfect life. When we embrace it entirely, we reap the rewards of feeling truly alive and present. Well, Laurie, I always used to say this. Doing this work has made me realise so much. Thanks, girls. Oh, thank you. Everything is relative to our experience and is personal to us. You can't compare your feelings to what others are experiencing. Yeah, definitely. It's all our own experience. And ultimately what can trigger us probably won't trigger someone else. And that's how we know that there's a deeper wound in things. If we're in some sort of situation and we overreact. And we're just like, oh my God, like there is no overreaction. But if we were to look at it and think, would someone else react that way? looking at the situation we know there's something deeper there if you say something to somebody and someone else goes ballistic that they've been triggered and that ballisticness isn't towards you there's a pain there's a wound there's a trigger that they're experiencing in that moment and they're not feeling what you've just done or said they're feeling way back to the time when they felt it before this is why things haven't got anything to do with us. But a lot of people are bleeding on other people and then people thinking it's their fault. Okay. Moving forward, how will you offer more support and validation to yourself and others? What changes can you personally make for your own growth? So basically, what are you taking from this?
if anyone would like to share anything specific that they um, are going to take from this, then please do. I think there's a lot of, there was a lot there, but is there anything specific that? Lindsay, how people feel has got nothing to do with you. As we've just said, then, if they were to be triggered in a situation, they would overreact in that situation that because their pain is deeper than the actual surface event that's occurred in the current time, there's an event that could have happened in the past that's resulting in them feeling how they feel, which means that it's not about you. And it's, it's nice to try and make people feel better. And it's not a bad thing at all. Like we all want everybody around us to feel better, but ultimately we can't make anyone else feel anything. We can be a kind person. And as long as we're not sacrificing ourselves in the process, then it's no problem. It's okay, the needs responsibility for feeling need to fix and have to stop and fix me. Yeah, so basically, um, the fixer mentality is a trauma response. The fixer mentality um, comes from a deep subconscious desire to be needed, validated and wanted. Um, it links in with the inner child stuff um, and we can we can get busy fixing everyone else to distract us from the things that we need to look at. So it basically is the top and bottom of self um, validation and self-love that will help to not seek outside validation to be able to fix someone else. Cause ultimately we can't fix anyone else anyway, but what we can do is stop developing ourselves in that process, not feeling guilty, not feeling guilty for not feeling okay. Not feeling guilty for not feeling okay to not feel okay. Yeah, so it's okay to be not okay and not pretend, yeah, to be happy and positive when I'm having a bad day. Yeah, definitely. I've learned so much. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Okay, what's our next one? I think we should be... Visualization next. Visualization, okay. Um, what are we, what topic are we on? Um, positivity. <coughs> positivity. So if we can just inhale and exhale and just let um, let all your hands go, your shoulders go. 
If you're holding on to anything, just place it down. Relax your head. Soften your eyebrows. Remove your tongue from the roof of your mouth. Release your shoulders and your arms. Let your legs sink in to where you are. Really feel the heaviness of your body sinking deeper and deeper. And inhale. Exhale. One more time. Inhale all the way in. And out. Okay. Imagine a time. A time that maybe you would have invalidated your emotions. Maybe pushed them down. Maybe not showed somebody else how you really felt in fear of their judgment. Think of this time. Now imagine you showing up as your authentic self, being exactly who you are. Not caring about toxic positivity, needing to always be happy or to make somebody else happy, not feeling the judgment or the eight billion ways that the other person could possibly take what you are about to say. Be who you are. Validate yourself. As the emotions rise, feel the emotion. Every emotion is okay and it will pass. Imagine this situation, whether it's a person that you maybe would not be your true self with, maybe there's things that you, you really want to say. Show up as yourself. Let go of the fear of what could happen. Let go of all possible outcomes and be who you are. And when you're ready, just bring your awareness back to the room. Thank you so much for tonight. I'm just checking they've got any messages now. Um, does anyone have any questions about anything or want to share anything before we go? No? Just to let everyone know, I love tonight. Thanks so much. Oh, thank you. Just to let everyone know the free community meditation class is Thursday this week and it's in Liverpool um in the shankley if anybody would like to go and there's also um a cacao ceremony on 
this Saturday in Liverpool. I think it's in Rainhill. Um, it looks good, that. The cacao ceremony. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, the, the good days, those days, the very, like, connected days. There's lots going on. Mm. So, yeah, there's two things happening this week. Are you um, talking on Thursday? Yeah. I haven't said I am, but I know I am. I'm like, like do not. yeah, I'm going to do I don't think I can make Thursday. No. No. Yes. Yeah. I can't make, I can't make Thursday. Yeah. It's normally Tuesday, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I, I can't do Thursday no. either. No, it's normally, it's normally <sighs> Tuesday, but these are yeah. you. So yeah, it's on Thursday. Um, I'm going to do it because I'm, I'm doing something similar on the Saturday in the cacao ceremony so um yeah if anyone wants to have a little look at that um but yeah i feel a little bit dazed after that visualization of it like what i'm saying <laughs> um anyone that's done the program obviously um the week seven will be out next week so everyone can um, get back on and do week seven okay yeah, thank you Thanks so much, everyone. Thank oh, you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank oh, thanks, everyone. Thank you. Bye. 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 Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.